0: radio 570 kvi it's kvi want to know weekends kvi want to know weekends get ready to raise a toast with seattle's most spirited hour of talk happy hour radio sponsored by mary hill winery explore the best in washington wines beer spirits food and more with your guide seattle sommelier christopher Chang. it's happy hour radio right now on talk radio 570 kvi well, well, well. Welcome back to Happy Hour Radio. That's right, I'm your
1: host, Christopher Chan, your master mixologist, Commodore of cocktails, and your uh, the god of thunder and thanksgiving. This is it. <laughs> (laughs) So happy to be here, as always, in studio with uh, some great guests. I've got, uh, first of all, David Oldham, the Precept Director of Education. We love Precept. Yes, we do. We love Precept. How about you? They've got uh, some fantastic holiday wines. I mean, actually, any day wines. They've got the New Gruet, sparkling wine from New Mexico. They've got uh, the Waitsburg Cellar, Chenin Blanc, which goes fantastic with turkey and Thanksgiving. And, of course, a whole host of beautiful red wines. Um, But David Oldham, Director of of Education. Welcome to Happy Hour.
2: Thanks, Christopher.
1: So excited to see you. I know you've had a long history here in the food and beverage world and in the wine world, of course. Let's step back. Um, How long have you been in in the 206, and uh, what have you been doing?
2: Would you like me also to sort of tell you a little bit about world world politics and maybe a couple other small...
1: Um, Well, let's save that for later. That sounds like good after dinner conversation. I moved
2: here in 1976, and uh, at that time, I worked at uh, the Trattoria Michelli, which had just opened. Uh, I I delivered uh, meatball sandwiches on my skateboard. Danny Mitchell. And uh, Jackie Roberts. And then, um, since then, I've I've done a lot of different things in a lot of different restaurants and with a lot of different people. But uh, most recently, in 2000, I went to work for Chris Camarda on Vashon Island where I was fortunate enough to learn how to make wine and the Chris Camarda Method, that's it, Andrew Will. And um, I did that for 12 years, and then uh, most recently started working for Precept, uh, raging around uh, all their wine country uh, (laughs) holdings and telling people a little bit about uh, what I call the Wild East, Eastern Washington.
1: Well, it's great to have, um, such a wonderful company like Precept take on, a, a position and offer a position that to, the, to our industry. There's a lot of, lot to talk about in Washington. And I know that the smaller wineries, unless you're San Michele and or a Mary Hill or, um, you know, Hoag Cellars, you don't have that infrastructure. But to have, uh, someone like you with your, first of all, food and beverage knowledge, which is great because you're talking to food and beverage people. But secondly, to be a hands-on winemaker for one of Washington's world-class wineries, um, and with, uh, uh, you know you, you live on vashon so you have the small town approach and now you're big city yeah i i do live on vashon and uh and it was
2: uh it was quite a quite a a transition for me to go from working in a winery of two to working in a uh a company of a couple hundred. So that in itself was, that transition was was definitely a big challenge. But uh, fortunately, the people I work with allowed me enough rope to hang myself, uh, but also enough slack that I could build uh, what I think is an interesting program for the people that come to visit our state and want to learn more about uh, what we do here in the wine world and now in the food world.
1: Well, it's so exciting. Obviously, you've got uh, a couple properties uh, east of the mountains, in fact, if not all of them. So, let's talk about what your message is as Director of Education.
2: So first of all this is these are trade people that I'm hosting, and they come to visit from all over the place, pretty much every state you could think of uh and all those in between that is where these folks are coming from and these are people who are generally handling our products out in their own uh in all these different kinds of uh of um Environments, uh, and they really know nothing about our state. Most of them come over and they look at the space deal, and they say, "Where are the vineyards?" And uh, the first thing I have to say is, "Well, Washington is basically two states. Uh, We're going to drive to the other side, where all the vineyards or most of the vineyards are planted." Um, Precept has about four thousand acres over there. Uh, We we generally see. Uh, every single acre? No, not really, because that would take a long time. But you go in a helicopter. We we do. Well, actually, we go in the Situation. That's my vehicle. It's called the Situation. Um, it's a it's a big Mercedes Sprinter van, uh, ten passenger, uh, with uh, an aftermarket sound system that you can hear <laughs> about ten blocks away. Quadraphonic. Oh, it's tremendous. Yeah, it's eight tracks. Got the eight track in there, which I love, as you know. Big. Seriously? No, not at oh. all. But. <laughs> I like I, st- I do love it. That would HX. be too cool. Yeah, well. W- watch for it. Yeah. You know, it's it's coming up. But um yeah, so we uh, we start in Seattle often and uh, we drive over the pass, over Snoqualmie Pass. And um I like to start there because there are a series of three lakes that uh form the mouth of the Yakima River. And uh you have Kecheles, Catches and uh
1: Cleelum. Is it Catches? It is. Okay. I learned it as Kachis for some reason back in my parochial school camp days.
2: Well, and I learned uh, Kichela as Stump Lake. That's yeah. all I knew it as. That's it until I started working uh, at Precept. That's the Yakima just, River. Uh, that's the beginning of the Yakima River, wow. and all of that, of course, is is a snowpack before it. So, um, snowpack hits those three. Water reservoirs, and then uh, and then it begins in earnest right after that, and so I follow I follow the water because I as I tell people without the water, uh, Eastern Washington is basically sagebrush bunch grass, and
1: high elevation desert.
2: Yeah, so there's not really a lot going on over there until you add water, um, <laughs> and then uh, and it well, grows you, big. Then it, yeah, it definitely grows. Uh, we also drive through. Uh, a lot of hops a fair amount of hops so people are drinking beer and um we we get to we get an opportunity to go all the way down to the Columbia River up and down the Columbia and then we go uh to the northernmost uh vineyard in the Walla Walla AVA, which is uh, across the road. Well, there's two. There's the Spring Valley Vineyard and then our uh, Waterbrook Estate Vineyard right across the street, right across the road. It's not really a street. It's a dirt street. Across the road from
1: Waterbrook or across the road from Spring Valley?
2: Spring Valley. Across the road from Spring Valley is the Waterbrook uh, Vineyard. I see. So, um, yeah, and everywhere in between.
1: Well, when you access the Columbia River, are you going down to Tri-Cities, or do you take a shortcut and head off to one of the more vistas like in Horse Heaven?
2: Um, I go there's a, there's a uh, McVee is actually it's a name that they gave a road that looks like it's a fire road. So I don't know if it's on any maps, but oftentimes I go uh, right across the road from Red Mountain is how I enter the Horse Heaven Hills. I take this McV, which is this strange little road that cuts across, and it goes up and over the Horse Heaven Hills, the northern face of the Horse Heaven Hills, and I enter the Horse Heavens there. Wow! And then I drive down to the Columbia River and uh, to a town called Patterson with one T, and uh, we like to go to the Patterson store and eat. Is it just one T? It is one T, and uh, and we we like that place because they have gizzards on the menu among other things, fried. Uh, they fricassee are, e- everything is fried. Skewered. There's very few things that are not fried on that menu. That's, Even the salads are fried. Uh, but uh, then we go from there. We drive down to. Uh, Canoe Ridge, and uh, we check out the Canoe Ridge Vineyard, and then we get back on the road and we drive all the way down to
1: our Alder Ridge. So I'm vineyard. gathering that only four hours have elapsed from when we started passing-
2: I drive very quickly, so that's a 15-minute journey, what I just described for you. Uh-huh. Okay.
1: Four hours 15, 15 minutes, minutes. of- <laughs> Terror! Oh, wow. Well, how many people have uh, enjoyed this particular opportunity that's cool. really one, one of a kind?
2: Uh, at this point, a few hundred. For sure, um, yeah. I've, i the last two years, it seems like I have uh, hosted enough for four years. It, it's been, it's been pretty crazy and raucous and wild and uh, some defi- great
1: summers too. I mean, beautiful
2: summers, uh, real hot days. This this year was uh, just. phenomenal year for traveling and for the fruit in our state as you know Uh, i do it's a really really fine harvest and uh boy i was fortunate enough to be all over the place and and uh seeing it from every angle
1: well, I'm speaking, having the pleasure of chatting with David Oldham, the director of education for Precept, and uh, we're exploring Washington Wine Country. And um, you, we have to do more contests where we can uh, allow the, uh, we'll say, the average consumer, the the beautifully educated and talented uh, Happy Hour Radio listener <laughs> out there, a chance to go on one of these tours. Because you said a hot day and a great travel. Um, I know that uh, Heidi Witherspoon provides some uh, some consolation gifts. If I don't, for better. <laughs> <laughs> we call it, oh. uh, you said hot days. So you've got this beautiful water water bottle with uh, um, an old vine. Is that Chenin Blanc or Cabernet on there? What is it? Yes. Yes. That's the easy answer. And um, it's filled with these great accoutrements that uh, can help uh, each of our uh, travelers who may not realize that uh, east of the mountains is hot, arid, and uh, dry. So you've got some SPF, you've got a bandana, you've got a flashlight, which I think is really fun, in Case.
2: Well, so this is my survival kit. I developed this for people who are coming in to visit our places? Because uh, not all of them have electricity in every building. So there are some. There's some oh, primitive. There are some primitive
1: sites that we see. I'm going to say I thought these people actually were in the trade. and They had
2: houses and electricity at their own homes. But when oh. they come to visit me, it's they need they need oh, their survival I see. kit. Uh, the outhouse.
1: So, I got it. Also,
2: I'm not a big fan of uh, of. Uh,
1: Skeeters. I'm, I'm not so a big fan. Some there's some skeeters.
2: There. Some there's some off in there. There are also, I think, there's a couple uh, tablets that you might take the uh, second day. Purify
1: water. Mm, well, <laughs> purify your brain
2: <laughs> more it. like, because uh, I think those are uh, like aspirin. Guessing. Yes. And then um, yeah, and then there's uh, there's the the sunglasses that are made out of wine barrels. Uh, those are those are handy. Well, is People that what love that was those. I noticed that and. Uh, what else is in there? I can't well, see. Well, you've got
1: the SPF, you've got the the off of the bandana, and uh, you don't have a pen for for taking notes, so I guess you'll have to send smoke signals. If you had some matches in there, you could mm-hmm. <laughs> well what a, that's a nice gift. That's very thoughtful. And I think part of our job is being in the hospitality industry, and you're taking care of the tradespeople who are often the people who never get taken care of. And so I'm driving this van called The Situation. I, I was hoping you should put a bumper sticker in there, and I survived the D.O. <laughs> David Oldham in The Situation.
2: That I I think that people deserve that moniker if they survive one of my trips for sure. Because uh each one is pretty unique. Uh they're not all they're not all very uh they're not all cookie cutter. Um sometimes sometimes we you know, we go through some sometimes we get we have some pretty uh average days that are calm and cool and collected.
1: Yeah, it's about chemistry when you get that group together, right? It depends, yeah. And who's spitting? Yeah,
2: exactly (laughs) right. Only a small percentage of these guys are spitting, for sure. And who
1: doesn't like gizzards? I think that's the ostracism there, huh? Oh, sh- 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 oh, sh- 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 that's easy for you to say and it is well um the director of education and that sounds like a high and mighty title, which I like because we need these elevated uh, monikers for our um, our industry uh you know vice president of uh you know consumption would be a good one for me uh- <laughs> <laughs> no I put you at president for president el Presidente, el jefe um well, that's what we do on happy hour radio we've got uh, great guests like yourself and great wineries so tell me Thank about you. all the wineries. That's in the family of precept wines.
2: Well there are there are quite a few, but uh here in, in our state we've got Waterbrook, Apex. Canoe... Not a-
1: Apex to Zephyr? Is that what we're Oh uh A to Z? A
2: to Z. No, it's just just the A. Uh, it's just just the top, just the apex. Or Ada Willow. A, a to Willow. Yes. It's A to W. Uh, <laughs> we have Waitsburg Cellars as you talk, as you spoke of before, Brown as one of ours, Cavatapi, uh Ross uh, Ross Andrew wines, um, and now Gruet. we've recently acquired Gruet. Um, we have there are there are a lot of different styles of wine, a lot of different flavors of Washington, if you will, that uh people get to taste when they're on my trips. And um, yeah, now we've got the food component. I, my brother is now working with Precept, and he's handling—he's uh, the executive chef. So he's working with all all the fresh foods available out there, um, and he's making sure that uh, we have really great meals to to pair up with these wines that folks are experiencing from our state.
1: So, how many days is—is is this say a three day
2: tour? Typically, yes. Uh, although I've done
1: four and five as well. Cool. We'll tell you what, when we come back from this break, we'll talk more about exploring Washington wine with the Director of Education for Precept Wines. David Oldham, uh, the man, the myth, the uh, driver of DeJour, who's got the situation and, uh, of course, some great stories. Can't wait to hear about them. So stick around. We'll be right back here on Happy Hour Radio. If you want to send us a tweet, uh, you can send me a tweet to at Happy HR Radio. That's the Twitter handle, at Happy HR Radio. And if you want to check out our website for all of our great guests, past and forward, pre- past President Ford for that matter, check out uh, happyhourradio.com. So stick around. We'll be right back.
0: The Commute with Carlson, weekdays 5 to 9, only in Seattle on Talk Radio 570 KVI. You're in the know with KVI one to Know Weekends. Here's more Happy Hour Radio with Christopher Chan. Hey, and welcome back to Happy Hour Radio in studio with David Oldham, the director
1: of education for Precept Wines. So, David, we were talking about this great Mercedes van, Mercedes Benz van, called the Situation. Now, you're driving over the pass. What happens next?
2: Well, so then uh, we'll we'll get to Cle Elum, Washington, for instance, and there's a place I like to stop there called Owens Meats, and I tell people that uh, Washington became a state. And two years before that, Owens Meats opened their doors, and they've been continuously operated by the same family uh, since that time. I like to pick up some beef jerky there because people really like it, and their jerky's the best. Then we take off.
1: Owens Meats. I go through Cleum quite often to gas up the car. I'm stopping there. You must stop
2: there. Uh, they have other great meat products as well. I buy a lot of bacon <laughs> there, too. How about byproducts? They, do, they have no byproducts, okay. sadly. Um, then we'll get down to Ellensburg. Uh, I like to go in. There's a taco truck that's great to stop at plus an art house. There's this really awesome art house I like to drive by, visit. Um, and then we ha- we take off down the uh, Yakima Canyon, which is a drive that everybody who lives in the state should take. Um, it's amazing. It's the connection between Ellensburg and Yakima, and you follow the Yakima River again. It
1: sounded much more beautiful in my mind when you said Yakima Canyon, and then I realized, well, that's my road I drive. It like, is God, It is beautiful. It though. is absolutely beautiful. It's is- also
2: the first, the first vineyard uh, that I encounter is in that, Go in that uh, canyon it's a really bad looking vineyard, but it's a vineyard so <laughs> I point out and then so then we get to Yakima um, again you'll notice the the sort of the food element uh lacing through this whole thing. Uh, we stop and get uh tamales there at Los Hernandez, which are probably the finest tamales in the valley and then uh we carry on um we go back we go to the ranch we have a ranch that sleeps about thirty five people uh, it's uh, in prosser and uh it features uh in addition to yurts we have yurt we have three yurts one for sleeping one for eating, and one for whatever else oh, you might uh, need to wow. do and then <laughs> uh we have a party barn uh and we've got lots of lots of beds there's there's a place called the orphanage. All beds all the time, and uh, so that that becomes our, our base. And then the next day we get up, we have a great breakfast, and we take off. We go start to visit all of our uh, all of our holdings out there. And
1: wow, that's quite the day. And I love how you uh, interject the food uh, you know experience because that's really about connecting. We all share some food together. We have that more of a memory. It's not just a conversation. It's like hey, we had a beer, we had a discussion, we had some food, and I liked it, and we took some photos, and absolutely, and it makes I- you thirsty.
2: I also think guns are important, so we, we fire guns at one point, um, because I think guns are a big bonding experience, too. Actually, I'm not a big fan of guns, but I like the fun that comes along with them.
1: Now, I guess you don't have to give them a uh, criminal background check to fire the gun. You just can't let them own it when they come to Washington.
2: That's correct. Well, we're, I'm talking like Red Rider BB gun, actually.
1: Oh, but, so, okay. But
2: they're great photo
1: ops, just the same. Uh, Crossman 760 at home. So
2: ah, you know the, you definitely know the gun.
1: <laughs> oh, so the next day too is is all in Walla Walla. So
2: no, the next day we'll take off from Prosser and we go uh, either south to the Columbia or we go east to Walla Walla. And if we go east to Walla Walla, we generally take the high road. We go through Waitsburg, which is a really cool little town, and that also is where Paul Greggett lives. Um, he often will uh, receive us in his garden, uh, and uh, he'll show us lots of. <laughs>
1: That's so White
2: House. Yeah, he's he's that way. He's. He's all about that and he likes to be called Mr President as well. And um so we will uh we'll we'll meet in his in his garden and we'll taste all the Waitsburg wines then we'll go down to the um we'll go down to our uh our Waterbrook Estate Vineyard which is just south of there the northernmost the northernmost part of the of the Walla Walla AVA. <coughs> And then typically we'll head down to uh, the Waterbrook Winery, which is a beautiful place. Um, that is like, actually, actually, it's a stunning place. It's and, beautiful. Um, we, uh, thank you for saying that. I
1: drove by it twice yesterday. Did Seriously. you really? Yeah, I went there and back.
2: Wow, that's that sounds like my life. Yeah, that's amazing. That's a lot of driving. I need a Benz. You do need a Benz. (laughs) Uh, So we'll go there. We'll we'll uh, we'll hang out. Well, first we'll take a tour with John of the of the winery, and he'll show us like you know why this winery that's capable of making three hundred fifty thousand cases a year is so special and unique, and how the care that he that he shows for his wines are phenomenal. Uh, And it's it's Herculean what he does there. The amount of fruit that he goes through every year, and how he finds space for it is. Amazing, And he makes some beautiful wines. Um And we'll eat there as well, because we like to eat as well as drink wine.
1: That's fantastic. This is the best story. I mean, this is the best trip. It sounds so exciting and engaging. And, and you tend to have a calm and easy demeanor, but you're on a mission, a man on a mission. I am on a mission. And I'm wishing you had a bigger van, because... Uh, well...
2: It's big enough for you, Christopher, so you're always
1: welcome. <laughs> I need the whole uh, motorcade and all that stuff. No, <laughs> just kidding. Well, David Oldham, Director of Education for Precept Wines, uh, you guys do a fantastic job. Thank you so much for not only being partners in the Happy Hour Radio, but for also spreading the gospel of uh, God's country there in uh, east of the Cascades, and all the great vineyards, and the great food, and getting people a sense of a culture. We have a lot of culture on that side of the mountains. We just often... Think it's all done in a bottle, and that's not necessarily true.
2: No, it's. Um, I, I tell people also the difference between visiting us in Napa. One of the differences is that in Napa, in um, half hour, you can see ten wineries. In Washington, a half hour, you're halfway between two vineyards. Um, it The spaces are wide open, and that's why it's a little bit wild. The people who work there, the people who work for Precept in our vineyards are incredible. They are very um, accommodating and welcoming. Uh, they're very hardworking, but um, they also you know, show how much work really goes into a bottle of wine, starting from the ground up, and I think that that's the important part of my tour.
1: Well, you got a great team, and you're a great leader. So uh, thank you so much for spending some time here on Happy Hour Radio. Thank you, Christopher. And it is Thanksgiving week here in the Puget Sound region and all across the United States. In Canada, they've already had their Thanksgiving. But um, I just want to chat a little bit about what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for this opportunity to host Happy Hour Radio. It's been a great year, uh, 2014. Can you believe we've uh, done like 44 shows? And uh, every show has been so fun. And I wanted to take you back and just say thanks to all my great guests over the past, well, how long has it been? 10 weeks? 12 week? Wait, sorry. 10 months? <laughs> Twelve months coming up on our anniversary here uh, in February. That'll be February eighth. Was the first day we debuted in that show. God, we had a great cast. We had Brian Carter Sellers, uh, Brian Carter. Um, we had Emil Nino, the owner of Champion Wine Sellers, who was the first Seattle's first wine shop. Um, Shelby Clark, who talked about Tatinje and Domaine Carneros, and my pal Ian McNeil, who uh, is the owner of Glass Distillery and his great vodka. Uh, we also had Jamie Brown uh, moving ahead to our other shows. Jamie Brown the winemaker of Waters and 21 Grams, and my friend Ken Abadesian, who is a distributor of Cordon Selections. Um, we had a gentleman from the Shender Rotisseur, Robert Cugini, and uh, my pal Lenny Reddy. Um, these guys are great, and the gals are great. And uh, We did some food. We had Chef John Howie on the show, and we talked about uh, his uh, sport restaurant, John Howie Steak, and Sea Star, of course, and uh, the wonderful, iconic, and uh, the true gentleman, Dr. Bill Lums the head of distilling and whiskey creation at Glenmorangie. Uh, that was a fun interview, and uh, my sister always reminds me of that great accent he had. Uh, if I can go back to Scotland here. Um, my pal Reg Daniel, who is the director of uh, um, Wine Technology Coordinator over at South Seattle Community College. We had Paul Beverage with Woolridge Winery, and Charles and Roseanne Finkel, the founders and, and owners of Pike Brewing here in Pike Place. Uh, Roy Hirsch for The Love of port. And um, God Ben Smith from Cadence Winery. Uh, my pal Dimitri Palace is the owner of Dimitri's.com, dot com. That great Bloody Mary mix. And we talked about Taste Washington. Also had my friend Chris Gorman of Gorman Winery on the show. And um, ah, it is uh, the season where we have caviar. Betsy and Dale Shiro, owners of Seattle caviar.com We had a great tasting of caviar and my pal Nathan Kaiser, the owner of Two Bar Spirits down in Soto. Arnie Milan was on the show talking about Bordeaux. We had Chef Jason Wilson and sommelier Jake Kossif, uh, those two cool cats over at Miller's Guild. And some Oregon wine folks, some friends: Erica Landon and her husband Ken Palo of Walter Scott Wines, uh, Lisa Bear of Bear Winery, Adine Vitali of Washington Tasting Room Magazine, and uh, the man himself. Tom Hedges, uh, proprietor of Hedges Family Estate. Uh, Pal John Patterson of Patterson Cellars. And uh, the main man, Keith Robbins, the fisherman. He owns Teeny Bigs and Hula Hula. And, of course, the iconic Dennis Cakebread um, from down in Napa. Uh, Also, I had my pal Yashar Sheyhan, owner of Impulse Wines. Madeline Puckett, the lovely and talented uh, graphic designer of WineFolly.com. And my fellow sommelier, Jeff. Lindsey Thorson You can get all these great interviews. uh, Go back uh, to our website. It's happyhourradio.net, and we've got the whole archive. All these fabulous people um, trapped in time, trapped (laughs) on your desktop, uh, yours for the playing, for the enjoyment. Lots of fun. Check it out, happyhourradio.net. And if you want to do some tweeting, they've all got Twitter handles, but ours, of course, is Happy HR Radio. Uh, Well, stick around after this break. We'll continue this uh, Thanksgiving feature, um, talking about all the great great that I'm thankful for right here on Happy Hour Radio. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dennis Cakebread with Cakebread Sellers. You're listening to Happy Hour Radio on
0: 570 KVI. Lars Larson has the real story, weekdays six to nine p.m. only on Talk Radio 570 KVI. Talk Radio 570 KVI. Want to know weekends continue? Now back to Happy Hour Radio with Christopher Chan. Hey,
1: and welcome back to Happy Hour Radio. It's Thanksgiving week here in the Puget Sound all around the country, and I hope you're thankful for what you've got in front of you with your friends and your family, hopefully your good health, and uh, with some good wine, spirits, cocktails, and more. I'm talking about all the great guests I've had here on Happy Hour Radio. Uh, I'm right now into the month of May. In show 14, we had um, the lovely Cynthia Nims of monappetit.com. We had a great chat up uh, talking about her salty snacks, her gourmet, Gourmet game nights, her modernist cuisine, and her cookbooks. Monapetite.com. Also, chatted with uh, Hightower Sellers. Uh, Tim and Kelly Hightower in studio talking about Red Mountain. And um, also, another winery, Doug Long, owner of Obelisco Wine Estates. Obelisco.com. We were chatting all about Red Mountain and the revelry on Red Mountain, which takes place in May. My friend Anna Schaefer is uh, one of the iconic uh, female winemakers over in Walla Walla. She was in studio talking about the Biggs party, uh, the Big Syrah event, and uh, next year it will be all about Merlot in Walla Walla. We also chatted with Marco D'Ambrosio, who is the owner of D'AmbrosioGelato.com. That's over in Ballard. And he makes uh, some of the most amazing flavors and beautifully uh, smooth and creamy gelato. He was also in the wine industry, so it's great to see some of my friends and uh, compatriots uh, expand their horizons. Uh, uh, we had Rocky Yeah, who is uh, with American Northwest Spirits Distributors. And we were talking about rum and um, some great products out of South America. Um, also on the show, uh, if you remember the show we had with Adam Schultz, we talked about Sagan Moreau. That was uh, all about oak, the flavors of oak, the difference between French oak and American oak. And um, in that same show, we had uh, some bubbles from Italy. We had Jamie Stewart, who chatted up with their uh, the beautiful, um, delicious Ferrari Brut. That was Italy's famed Matoto Classico. And, of course, we had a two-part show with... Uh, she's one of our... F- Godfathers of wine here. I guess he's not that old, uh, Mr. Greg Lil, the uh, one of the founders and partners in Delilcellers dot com. Uh, we had a long, long conversation about how he got started and um, the, just the landscape of Washington wine. Also on the show was uh, my pal Joey Hayashi, who uh, was chatting about Master of Mixes, and you've seen that uh, product on the shelves, I'm sure, but if you haven't tried it, it's really delicious. We were tasting the Bloody Mary mix, very fresh, very lively, um, and uh, it lasts a long time. Also on that show was uh, Bob Blue, who was the winemaker for Bonterra, and that's one of California's uh, organic wines. Um, Moving forward into June, we had a master sommelier. Eric Entrykin was on the show talking about the wines of Provence, uh, some beautiful rosé, and they will chat a little bit about sherry as well. And uh, for all you bourbon and rye lovers out there, we chatted with the man himself, uh, angelsenvy.com's own Wes Henderson. He was the uh, master of whiskey creation over at Angels Envy. And if you haven't tried that, that makes a great gift. And uh, you can just drop it off here at the studio for me, and I would uh, appreciate <laughs> it. Appreciate <laughs> that. Be truly thankful. Um, Doug McRae was on the show, and he had launched his uh, McRae Cellars uh, many years ago and has moved on to a new winery called Salida, and working with Tempranero and Garnacha. And uh, speaking of Spain, um, the following show, we had Lucia Remos, and we talked about Lustau Sherry. If you haven't had Sherry, it's a great aperitif here uh, when you're out having cocktails and friends over. Try some Sherry, chilled, manzanilla, fino, or a little perlo cortado in some some of your gravy. Some people use bourbon. I think that sherry would be great in some of your Thanksgiving gravy. The wine writer, Paul Greggett, who uh, is now on to uh, Waitsburg Cellars, he's doing a wine project with our friends over at Precept. Uh, Paul Greggett's the writer for Wine Enthusiast, the former Seattle Times columnist. He lives in Waitsburg and appropriately named his own little wine project, Waitsburg Cellars. Um, We chatted with a great event uh, over about a a great event in Spokane called Swirl. That's all about tasting Washington wine. And um, we also had uh, on the following show, the chef, uh, God, he owes like 10, 11. 12 restaurants. Now, Ethan Stoll, Chef Ethan Stoll was on the show talking about Union and anchovies and olives and chippies, which I just saw in one of the local magazines, got uh, a nod for best restaurant. Um, John Bookwalter was here, and uh, his father, Jerry Bookwalter, goes way back into the early 80s and into Washington wine history, as well as Drew Mayville. And Drew um, was also a uh, master distiller from the Sazerac Company, and he's in charge of some great Canadian whiskeys. So if you want something lighter, try the Legacy, the Royal Canadian, or the Caribou Crossing. Uh, But he was also um, responsible for Buffalo Trace, and Blanton's, and Eagle Rare, and Van Winkle, which... If you can find Van Winkle, that makes another great gift. And again, you can drop it right up, right here off at the studio. Um, on the show, we had uh, Lance Winters talking about some great gin, uh, St. George Botanivore gin, and my friend Jamie Piha. She hosts an event called Wine Rocks, which is in July, and that's so fun. we got some live bands, lots of beer and food and wine, of course. And uh, the chairman of the Washington Wine Commission Board, Christian Sparkman, Chris Sparkman, Sparky as we call him, the man behind Sparkman Cellars, was on the show. Um, you want to hear all these great interviews, they're on the website. Don't be afraid. Check it out. Uh, It's lots of fun. All these great guests are captured for your enjoyment at happyhourradio.net. You can uh, download the MP3 file. Uh, You can also go to iTunes and look for Happy Hour Radio. We are on the Internet, the worldwide iPod, Internet, the Apple, you know, all that stuff. Patricia Gallus from Clips and Vineyards on the show, and Mina Williams from Phil Klein from Not Just Heights. Heights. Um, we've had Steve Metzler with Classical Wines of Spain, uh, Luis Bergueno, the man behind Marques de Marcus de Carceris from Rioja. Curtis Deco with Seattle Magazine and their Red, White, and Brew. Uh, Miss Sandra Lee, who is the director of the Woodenville Wine Association. Um, Jeffrey Schaff and Dustin Hasted of Lucas Bowles and Cannon. Cannon, of course, is uh, Seattle's uh, award winning, uh, world renowned top 50 bars in the United States. And what's right here in our own backyard, Cannon in Seattle. Um, and of course, we had Chef John Sarich. God rest his soul. Uh, he passed away two weeks ago from thyroid cancer and he was on the show, so you can check out John Sarich and you know, he was a great guy. Um AJ Rathman is another great, cool cat. He's got the Spiked Punch blog, as well as the uh, director, the Auction of Washington Wines director, Amy Sheridan. She's been on the show. I mean, how many great guests can we go? We've got so many. It's so fun. Uh, Linda Trotter from Swiftwater Cellars. Francesco Matze of the Matze uh, wine family in Tuscany was on the show. Carrie Shields, the uh, lady behind com, That's De Bruyne Vineyard. And Hal Landvoigt, the director of winemaking for Precept Wines. Um, Of course, we chatted up uh, all about the gold medal experience. We had my friend David DeClaire with Seattle Uncorked, talked about the Brown Family Winery. Um, Dr. Richard Baxter, remember all the great health benefits of red wine and resveratrol? Uh, um, That was a cool one because you're talking about how you can live longer, look more beautiful with only two glasses of wine. Usually, it takes four or five, and so you're actually saving money and looking better. Um, We talked about some great sparkling wine, Heather Early, and uh, she... Chef and cookbook author uh, Becky Selengut, uh, her beautiful book, Shroom. Mm, I remember that. Lots of great, great recipes there chatted with uh, Charles Smith, the man, who has now just been awarded recently uh, the 2014 Wine Mercury of the Year from Wine Enthusiast Magazine. Charles Smith is on the show. Uh, we brought in our, our new reality radio show, which is our segment, uh, Day in the Life of Mary Hole Winery. Um, that's really fun. Uh, we chatted up with Tattoos Distillery, which is a local distillery here. Uh, the man up here... Uh, Tony Burkow. He's the director of wine at the Barking Frog and Willow's Lodge. Um, Dave Bender, the founder of Wish Wine, Wish wine Company. Uh, and, uh, if you're into that, uh, f- the flavors of Hawaii and Korea, that fusion, it's uh, Marination Station. Kamala Saxton was on the show just recently. Um, chatted up with, of course, Jerry McLaughlin, the executive chef of Salties, Lenny Reddy, and uh, well, here we are. We just had Sip last week, and raised boathouse and uh, coming up You'll you'll hear uh, Eric Leadholm and um, Sherry Weatherall of Foodista com next week, but can you believe it? That's like ninety five guests. If you want to find them all, it's all on happyhourradio.net. Uh, our archive, our library of of shows are all there for your enjoyment. Um, check it out. If you like some of them, f- post them on Facebook. We also have a Facebook page that's uh, Happy Hour Radio. And if you want to tweet them, send us a tweet. Happy HR Radio. That's at Happy HR Radio. We've got one more segment. We're going to talk about some Thanksgiving. Uh, Chat about my favorite things in Thanksgiving, because we're almost there. This is your last chance to get those recipes from Foodista.com or Cynthia Nims, Mon Appetit, or check out, uh, heck, you don't want to cook. Go out to some of those fantastic restaurants, whether it be Salty's or Ray's or, well, I remember when I used to work at the Rainier Club, they did a nice buffet. Uh, anyway, stick around here on Happy Hour Radio. We're going to chat about Thanksgiving, some great pairings, some of my favorite things during this uh, wonderful season. I'm glad it's Thanksgiving time, a chance to reconnect with family and friends, enjoy uh, the bounty that is uh, all that the beautiful food of Washington, and, of course, wine, spirits, cocktails, and more. So stick around. We'll be right back on Happy Hour Radio.
0: Hi, this is Yashar with ImpulseWine.com, and you're listening to Happy Hour Radio with Christopher Chan on 570 KVI. The home of the great one. Mark Levin. Weekdays, 3 to 6 p.m. Talk Radio 570 KVI. KVI Want to Know Weekends. Time for another round of Happy Hour Radio with Christopher Chan.
1: <laughs> hey and welcome back to happy hour radio it 's uh, happy Thanksgiving week and uh, it 's Happy Hour Radio. Hope you enjoyed that last segment chatting up well, actually uh, listing off, talking about all the great guests we've here we've had here on happy hour radio and uh, if you want to go revisit that and uh, share that with your friends, check out the episodes uh, on happyhourradio.net. radio dot net It is Thanksgiving and a time for uh, being thankful and connecting with friends and family, and of course um, sharing our bounty with those who are less fortunate. I always like to donate some wine um, to various food banks because it's it's not a it's a good thing. Um, I I think wine is part of the family table, um, even if you're. Just you and yours, or sometimes just you. A little glass of wine helps. Uh, well, it's part of living and celebrating and um, being thankful. So when I think back about Thanksgiving, what do I enjoy the most? Well, uh, you know, fortunately, um, my family traveled a lot. We would go skiing on Thanksgiving, so our um, our banquets would would be. Uh, cooked over the stove at a little uh, ski chalet up at Ski Acres back in the day. And, you know, when you think about that, it's probably the turkey breast, some gravy uh, and some some mashed potatoes and green beans. Pretty simple. Uh, Of course, we had, I think we were drinking root beer back then, so I guess I was drinking beer. It was only root beer, so my roots go back, (laughs) way back in this this, uh, lifetime um, celebrating. Um, But moving forward, you know, I like to cook Thanksgiving uh, dinner um, about once every five years when I have a chance, and Now that I'm away from my previous gig, um, I'm not working Thanksgiving, so I look forward to... uh Celebrating Thanksgiving, but to be honest, I will be on a uh, cruise in Spain, um, so I'm not sure what the Spaniards eat for Thanksgiving, but I'm thinking something seafood and lamb. Uh, but I'm sure it will be tasty. But Thanksgiving for me, um, you know, I like to start cooking early in the morning. I would make my own stuffing and uh, get some some two kinds of bread, uh, sauté some onion with um, uh, some chicken stock, uh, use some shallot and just a hint of garlic because I like more onion flavor in my stuffing. Um, some apples and some craisins and uh, some carrots and celery. That's all is tossed together with the breadcrumbs, which are cut thick and coarse. Um, and then I, I do put my stuffing into the turkey, uh, and we slow cook that for a long, long time. Um, you know, you follow those directions. What we don't want is underdone cooked turkey. Um, those butter balls will be moist. But uh, I make my own cranberry uh, cranberry sauce too. And to me, it's about getting fresh cranberries and just simmering those slowly with some brandy, um, just a little bit of salt, uh, and some orange juice. I think the orange juice helps bring everything together. It gives you that nice citrusy flavor. And because uh, the cranberries, of course, um, much like a red wine, have a little bit of tannin. And so you don't want to reduce that too much. You want to make sure that you have some volume there. And plus, the more you cook it, uh, you start to caramelize that and then get some sugar. And don't be afraid to add some sugar because, again, the, the tannin can be a little bitter but that I think this the orange juice a little bit of salt the chicken stock um, the cranberries and uh, uh, try some some wine I think wine goes well in there because it just gives you a little more acidity uh, if you don't like the orange juice part um, I'm a big pecan pie fan and for me pecan pie is uh, is what makes this whole November and December um, so enjoyable of course makes January hard because you got to uh, hit that gym <laughs> a little more because uh, I I can't say no to pecan pie and one slice is never enough. Um, But my sisters would make pecan pie for my birthday. That's how much I love it. And uh, they would toast those pecans beautifully. You know what goes great with pecan pie is um, wines, these fortified wines from Australia. The Rutherglen's, they call them Tawny's, and these are made; uh, these are fortified wines made from the Muscadelle grape, uh, aged beautifully. Lots of uh, toffee and nutty and citrus flavors. Apricot um, also grows well, goes well with pecan pie. Is tawny port. So this is the time to actually um, enjoy some dessert wines because then you need a little less pecan pie. <laughs> you can have another serving of uh, port, or even some sauternes. Um, but celebrate, you know. You have some sparkling wines. Have a little. Bit of uh, a brandy. Uh, I have brandy in my coffee with a little bit of condensed milk, and I started off and just you know take the edge off of Thanksgiving cooking, and just you know be warm and cozy in the kitchen. Um, but we've got something for everybody here uh, for Thanksgiving, and if you want to check out more ideas, uh, check out Sip Northwest magazine. They've got a whole host of uh, things to to purchase, uh, or even as gifts. Or check out my friends at or wineandspirits.com they're down there on 4th Avenue um, anyway I want to say thanks to our friends here at KVI um, Charlie and Chris and my engineer extraordinaire Kevin Dodrill a Big K we call him in the studio here and uh, he's always making sure I'm on time and I sound well, actually makes he makes sure, he makes sure that I look good <laughs> I sound good I'm sure right that's what I hear well thanks for listening to Happy Hour Radio it's been a great run this year I really enjoyed it I hope you have a safe and happy and warm and hearty Thanksgiving. I look forward to catching you uh, on the flip side in December when I'm back from Spain. Hope you enjoy next week's show with Eric Leedholm, Psalm Slam champion, and Sherry Weatherall of Um Again, happy Thanksgiving. Remember, folks, life is always better with a designated driver. Cheers.